Amen. It's good to see you. Got a good crowd this morning. Praise the Lord. And um, amen. Well, it's it's children's morning, youth morning, praying over the kids and the young people going back to school, teachers and all. So we're just going to do that this morning when they get here. I told them 1130, but they still got a few minutes. So Lonnie, have my Bible in my water and I'll preach till they get here. Probably not. Where's Jody McAllister? I hate when grandparents steal the show, take all the time. Where's Jody? He was right there. He had a grandbaby. Is Monica? She's probably in the nursery. Is any McAllister in the house? Go get Jody. The aunt is here representing the family. Amen. Fourteen. Wow. Hallelujah. Well, let me give y'all a little prophecy right here. The Mitchells ain't going after 14 of them. We ain't going, we ain't going after 14. Well. Better start having them at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. She sent me a text the next morning, the, the morning Mitchell was born, about, like I said, I got a text at 4 o'clock and I woke up and, and um, I thought I didn't have my, my glasses in the bed with me, so I, I had my phone because I didn't want to miss and I, I, thought, I thought it said, I thought it said born, but it, when I finally looked at the text, it said 8 centimeters. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's the wrong interpretation there, Rodney. And... Um, <laughs> But um, later on, I looked at it. But then, um, about five o'clock, he was he was born, and um, like I said, I didn't go back to sleep. And then the next morning, he texts me. He take here they come. Come on. He texts me. They text me about four o'clock the next morning. And said Mitchell t- said tell Papa he loves him, and I was like, all right, we ain't getting into this four o'clock and five o'clock stuff now. I'm usually having my quiet time at that time. It's real quiet around Navajo Drive at 4 o'clock in the morning. Look at the babies. Yes. Hallelujah. Look at the babies. Amen. Heidi, just go right here. Yeah, just let them grab a bag and turn right around and lean up against the wall. Y'all get you a bag. Get a pretty one. See, get you a bag. There you go. Good job. Get a green one. Yeah, just stand right there. Either one, whichever one you want. Y'all grab a bag and turn around and look at look at all those pretty faces. Yeah, we can do all these right this group. No, you good, Kathy. You good? You good? Um, two helpers, we need y'all up here. Y'all, y'all two right there trying to hide out in the back. We need y'all. We need y'all. Two helpers. We need y'all right up here. Two helpers. Let us come hither. Yeah. Don't act like you're shy because you was up here last week doing all this mess. So I don't want to hear it. All right. 
Ain't this beautiful? Huh? Come on, Auburn Heights. Ain't this beautiful? There's the blue ones. There's the blues. Yeah, there's the, there's the blues. They're blue. They're blue. Yep. Awesome. Okay, good. All right, reach your hands toward them. We ready to go to school? Oh, yeah. Y'all look good. Let Brother Rodney come down there because I got to look at you. Look at the back of your head. I want to tell Diane and Kathy and every week they're faithful to bless these and Aniston and Avery um, and Heidi do a great job. Marcus is usually, where is he playing golf today? He knows I'll call him out in a minute. You look good. You're looking good. I see you on Facebook all the time. Your mama put you on Facebook. So don't get too close to me. Vivi, why are you hiding? Pastor Rodney, scaring you? Let's pray, Auburn Heights. Take just a moment. Everybody just, just bless these. Father, thank You for the great opportunity we have to pour into these. Lord, every Sunday, Lord, they hear the Word of God. They feel loved. God, that's most important. And Lord, when You said, suffer the little children, let them come to Me. Father, You love. You love when the children come. And Father, I thank You. Lord, I bless them. I pray this is the greatest year that they'll ever experience, Father. That you just as a, at a young age, Father, that, that you would just instill your Holy Spirit in them. Father, I pray against any ungodly teaching that wants to come about in any of these lives. Father, if there's a teacher out there that has an agenda, Lord, would you just break his or her heart right now. That you would guard these minds, Father. So I bless them and I thank you for them. And thank you again for the great opportunity we have here at Auburn Heights to love them and to bless them. Thank you for our teachers and all who, who help out in that. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. We love y'all. Somebody's got to lead. Somebody's got to lead. Somebody's got to lead. You don't have the service this Sunday. Yeah, you got to come back. Oh, yeah. Dancing. Got them all. All right, where's the young people? Come on, young people. I know y'all excited to get up here. This is going to be like pulling teeth. Where's Caleb? Youth minister's off today. Come on, young people. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, grab a bag, grab a bag.
Grab a bag. Ani, where's, where's, I heard Ani earlier. Ani, Caleb, get up here. What are you sitting down for? It's a deal. I just said it three times. Get up here. Come on, come on. It's like pulling teeth. All right. Get out here and look at them. Y'all going to school this year? You going to school? You sure? You think so? You hope to? I just want to shake your hand. I want to love on you. I want to love on you. Riley? Grab that microphone up there. Wake up. What y'all hiding for? <laughs> Come down here, Riley. I want Riley to speak over them. That helps. Really? Yeah. Come right here. Come right here in the middle. I'll get out of the way. Uh, so, talking to them. Yeah. All right. You just want me to go like I did? Yeah, I want you to go right, just like right. you did. All Take right, so last, breath, just to it. tell everybody that's here, which this mic's real loud, but uh, just tell everybody that's here, last Sunday we had breakthrough. Usually we do a Bible study, and we go through, and then we'll break into small groups. But when I, we were in the gym, Caleb pulled me and Avery Carpenter aside, and I just felt provoked by the Spirit to uh, pour in them about school a little bit. So I'm going to do it again. Uh, some of y'all were not there last Sunday, but uh, just to go into it, you got two things you're going to school for. You're going to be a light and you're going to learn. If you can focus on those two things, you got it. But you got to remember a couple things. One, y'all are called. And y'all have a church that's backing y'all up. So when y'all start going through trouble and y'all need some help and y'all just need like a breather, because like I know I needed it. I had days where... I'd call Caleb or I'd go home to my parents and I'd be like, hey, I just need to talk to somebody or like with my dad. I'm like, I just need to sit right beside you for just like five minutes to get some rest. And y'all yeah. have a church. Like if y'all if y'all ain't got that at home, you got it here. I 100% promise you that because like this, this church is going to love on you and they're going to build you up. And so y'all just need to remember that y'all have people that are here that are lined up to help you and that will take time out of their week to meet with you and to pour into you and if it, if it's even homework that you're struggling with you got people here that will do your not do your homework they'll help you do your <laughs> help you do your homework and help teach you but uh another thing y'all need to remember is y'all are going in to be a light and it's going to be hard like you're going to have people that you're, you've poured into for like a couple of years and like you're friends with them and you never even thought you'd be friends with this person. Like they're from a whole, you even like tell yourself, you're like, they're just part of a different group at school. I just don't hang around them. But for some reason, they're your friend and God's, God's put them there for you to pour into. And you know what? Sometimes you might be pouring into somebody and they might look at you and be like, I, I just don't want the shame. I don't, I don't think God's calling me. And you're going you're gonna to have to look at them and be like, hey, he loves you. It doesn't matter. Your sin doesn't matter. And you're going to have to pour into him. And I know some days it's going to be hard. You're going you're gonna to be like, how am I supposed to be a light? I'm so tired. I got homework today. 
I got homework on top of homework. I got work after school. How am I supposed to keep doing it? But you have a God that's fighting for you, and you just have to be, like Ani was saying yesterday to us at the youth event, you just got to be still and know that he's fighting for you. Oh, that's... All right. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this group of kids, Lord God. And I just, I just pray right now that you would just help them remember that they have a church that's backing them up, God. And they have, and something I didn't have, Lord God, they have people the same age as them that are going through the same thing, that are called just like they are, God. And I just, I just pray right now that you would bless them with your peace and your strength, Lord God, and you would help them to have confidence in you as they go day by day at school, Lord God. And as people are going against them, you would just help them to know that you're fighting for them, Lord. Lord, I thank you for I thank you for these kids, Lord, and I thank you for how you're gonna work through them, Lord. And just let me pray. Amen. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job, Riley. Amen. Teacher, stand up. You're a teacher. Stand up. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless these. And I just pray for an awesome year. And um, Lord, I pray as their light, they go in and their light. I thank you, Lord, that you've placed them. And Lord, there'll be some students that need these this year. That, Lord, life at home is just rough. <clears throat> I just thank you, Lord, that there'll be salt and light in the school system. And we need more of them. And I just pray. I pray for good years. I pray for just um, just your protection over them. Lord, I pray for um, just their, their classroom to be a, a dwelling place for the Holy Spirit. And that, um, Lord, they would um, just pour into these precious lives that they have the opportunity to. So we give you praise. I thank you for their heart to love children, love young people, um, those in college, whoever they may be teaching. So, um, Lord, thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give our teachers a round of applause. Yeah. <clears throat> Amen. We love our teachers. We love our kids. Um, I shared with you last week uh, just a little bit. Um, we had Vacation Bible School close out. And um, I shared with you a little bit about my heart for our church of pouring into the young people and pouring into the kids. I think it's, it's very vital, um, especially in these days, what they're living in, what they're being taught. I'm convinced 100%. Um, you, you might can change my mind, but I doubt it. <clears throat> but I saw the enemy get into our system, our school system years ago. Um, and I experienced it in the classroom when I was in college. I experienced it in the classroom. And I know the enemy, that was an avenue that he got into to where he could ch warp minds, change minds. And um, because they're there, they're there. there's that new granddaddy. He finally come to church. And um, <clears throat> he's been working, but we welcomed your grandbaby. He's still working. He's still working. But, um, you know, they have our children five days a week, and at the church, we have them usually one day a week. And, um, you know, so I could see that, that, that combat going on because of what they were, you know, what they were facing during the, during the week. I, I, can, 
I had two or three classes that I thought I was going to get kicked out of if I didn't shut my mouth. But um, early on in life, it was hard for me to shut my mouth. Um, but especially when somebody was coming against the Jesus that I love and trying to teach me something that was just a, just a blatant lie. And um, I had a hard time with that. And I know it's out there. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. I got one amen. Train up a child. That word, that, that word train means to direct. And it's important as a church, it's important as a church that we're busy about training up our children. Amen? Yes. And it's important for you. And I want to talk about this just a little bit this morning. You have gifts. When I was studying this week and just preparing for this message, I knew I wouldn't have long, but just preparing for this message, the Lord just kept reminding me, you have gifts that He's given you that it's important that you pour into somebody else. You know, we, we talk about Diane and Kathy and, and, and Heidi, and, and they pour into them every week. But what have you got to give? You say, I deal with kids all week long, and when I come to church, I just want to sit. I understand. I understand. Believe me, I'd love to sit. But we have a responsibility. We have a calling on our life that it's important that we pour in, that we train as a church. We train our children. And they don't need to hear just from Brother Rodney every Sunday. Okay? That's why I have different people preaching. You say, you know, why, why don't you preach every Sunday? No. I want you to hear from different views. I want you to hear from different angles. I have my style. Caleb has his style. Lonnie has his style. Jody has his style. Bo has his style. You know, I want different ones speaking into you. Well, that's the same way with the children. Our children need to hear from you. They don't just need to hear Brother Rodney's view. You've got a view. You've got an angle. So I want to encourage you. We need, we need teachers. We need volunteers around here. It's not just babysitting. We don't babysit around here. Even, even in the preschool, we're teaching them the Word of God. And they come down here and they show me, and I love it, they show me stuff that they've made. And I tell you, if you could have seen Janley the other, the other, the other Wednesday night, I think, I think Angie had some of it on the video. You can't hardly hear but, but Monica walks in the, in, the, um, in the room in there, and Janley sees the poster. She's three years old. You remember her last week? Y'all remember her? Y'all remember what she said? I'm just making sure you remember. But she's looking at that poster on the wall because they used that poster in vacation Bible school to teach her. And she starts telling her grandma the story about that lady, that lady. And that's the lady. And she was just, she had that finger. She's got that finger. She got that finger. I noticed Lila a minute ago. Lila had her finger going. Pray for Roy. Um, but but Janley was telling me all, telling us all the story that she had heard. She's three years old. It's so important that what we do as a church, not come and sit on our hineys. But get busy about training our children and our young people about what's going on out there. 
So they'll have a foundation one day to stand on. Yeah. I could go in that classroom, and I don't care what he said, that he told me I was from a monkey, or I washed up on a shore, or whatever. I said, that's a lie from the pits of hell, and I ain't come from no monkey, and I ain't seen nobody with a tail lately. They didn't just all fall off one day. No, we didn't come from monkeys. We come from a Creator that created us. And He spoke it and He made me. He formed my body while I was in my mama's womb. Yes. And I ain't come from no monkey and I ain't washed up on no shore nowhere. But if they don't know it, if we don't train them and we don't teach them, when they go, then that... mm, Man, it used to make me mad. If we don't train them and teach them the Word of God... Let me tell you something. This has been around and it ain't going nowhere. Yeah, you ought to clap. And I'm not telling you to go out here and be arrogant because I'm trying to learn how not to do that too. Okay? I'm just preaching this morning. Let me preach. Sometimes you can just do stuff with family you can't do with nobody else. Amen? Okay, so I'm just Facebook, live with it. I ain't you know, but, but I'm just telling you, we have a responsibility, Auburn Heights, to train our children. Mamas and daddies need us to do our part. Amen? I want to tell you a story. Bless my heart this week. I wish Paula was here. I think she's in Boston or somewhere. I'm not sure where she's at. Um, but... Um, when I was youth minister here, Paula came to me and she said, um, Rodney, my nephew's going to be here for the summer and he's not saved and he's, I think he's 16 or 17, not sure how old John was at that time. She said, um, <clears throat> I would really like for him to go to youth camp. I said, Paula, no, no deal. That's great. Love for him to go. She said, no, it's not that easy, Rodney. <laughs> I said, well, well, it's that easy to me, but go ahead, tell me what you got. She said, well, she said he's a, um, he smokes. And she said, he, I, I'm not just saying he smokes a couple of cigarettes a day. She said, he's not a chain smoker, but he's pretty close to it. And said, there's no way he could go for a week and not smoke. Well, y'all know me. Some of you do. Most, some of, most of you do. Everything inside of me was going, well, I'm sorry, but we don't have tobacco products at camp. We just don't do that. It's one of the first things that's on the list of do not bring tobacco products. Okay? We don't allow girls to chew. And I don't teach my boys to date those who do. Caleb said, Amen. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to get y'all to laugh. Y'all so stiff this morning. You didn't sleep good? What's the deal? I mean, you know, you didn't get the four o'clock text. But um, so, man, everything, I mean, I was just like, but there was something inside of me that kept kept going, chill out, just just take a breath, breath, 
and listen. So I did. And I said, Paula, just let me, let me, let me think about it. Let me pray about it. And, and we'll go on. So long story short, I let John go. And she said, can you stop and get him some cigarettes before y'all get there? Yeah, I guess I can, because he's not old enough to buy them. This is really getting good. Is there any lawyers in the house? Which the statute of limitations is over, I hope. So we stop in Commerce, Georgia, I believe. We're eating and, um, at the Outback. And I walk up to him, I said, this will probably be the good place to get your cigarettes. And I said, you know, if you want me to go, you know, I'll, I'll go down to the service station and, and get them for you right quick. Miss Debbie will pull down and we'll put them in her car and, you know, we'll hide them and <laughs> do it all. Was you there, Nikki? So we do. We, um, he said, I said, how many you want? He said, give me four. I said, four packs? Now four cartons. Four cartons. You want four cartons? You talking about the boxes? I don't smoke. I don't know what. You talking about them big boxes like this? Yeah, four of them. Give me the credit card. Give me the credit card. I got him four. Put them in Debbie's car underneath everything. Shut the door. I go back and get on the bus. He didn't smoke those four cartons that week. He didn't smoke hardly any, but we did smoke a few. Me and him went out back. I had secondhand smoke, and he had firsthand. <laughs> love them where they're at. It was hard for Brother Rodney during those days to love them where they were, because I had a lot of Baptists in me, and the Baptists in me was not going along with the cigarettes. I was telling Bill Dinger this story yesterday. He said, well, you should have just asked him to join the deacons on the front porch of the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's getting interesting. <laughs> yes, sir. So we smoked a few. Got through the week, the last night of camp. He had a chair. We walk in a door. There was a chair right there. He sat in it every night. Every day, this is at Blowing Rock, North Carolina. Every day, we prayed over that chair and anointed it with oil. The last night of camp, he come to me. I wish Marcus was in here. He came to me and he said, can we go outside and talk? I said, we sure can. We walked outside and we talked. And John gave his life to Jesus that night. Yeah. Last week he called me and said, Brother Rodney, this is John Edward from New Jersey. I said, I know who it is. <laughs> and I said, it's so good to hear your voice. He said, well, I've been wanting to call you, but I just couldn't. I said, it's okay, I understand. He said, but Brother Rodney, I sure love you, and I want to tell you thank you for showing me so much grace that week. I know it was hard for you, but thank you for loving me where I was, as Nita said. He said, Brother Rodney, i got to tell you a story. He said, um, this week I'm, I'm helping some missionaries over in New Jersey. He said, I support them with my money. And um, he said, um, the other day I went and checked on them. He said, while I was there, we led two people to Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, Brother Rodney, 
Thank you. It wasn't Brother Rodney. It was Jesus. Listen, I tell you that story because it's so easy to be so rigid. You don't know what they're going to be one day. Paula would have never thought John would be real active in his church, real active in a small group. And now he's crossing the bridge from New York because he lives in New York, I believe. He's crossing the bridge from New York into New Jersey. And he's supporting some missionaries over there. And he's going and spending some time with them and leading people to Jesus. Yeah. Brother Rodney with his Baptist doctrine could have killed that. So Brother Rodney, it's okay to smoke behind the building. That's what I'm going to get out of it today. Well, it might be. You won't stay back there long. Because if Jesus is back there, you're going to come out behind the building. I'm going to have to help y'all listen. Because last week, all Gippy heard from Sandy was, Brother Rodney don't want us to come to his house. I said, Gippy, that's not what I said. I said, I'm not there. So it's not going to do any good to come there. That's what I said. The week, this past Wednesday, all I heard was from Lila was, no, I'm coming to church Sunday. I told her, I said, I got a surprise. Oh, I'm coming to church Sunday. I ain't going to miss the widow woman. That's all Lila heard Wednesday night. She didn't hear about the miracle of the widow woman. So what have y'all heard this morning? Train up the children. Auburn Heights, get involved and get off of your butt and get involved in what's going on around here. We are developing and raising and pouring in kingdom principles to these children. And they need it. They're living in a different world than you lived in. They're experiencing things you never experienced. You can't help them with their homework. You can't help them hardly with life. Because you don't know anything about it. You can't get on the computer. You can't dial in. You can't, you know. I dated some of y'all then, didn't I? No, but I'm being serious. Lincoln is doing stuff, and I'm going, he's handing it here, Papa. No, don't hand it to me. You lie. I can't even get on it. And we may not can help in any of that. Okay? But what I can do with Lincoln Man and Kane Boy, and Kane just had a birthday, and I got to, we got to spend uh, Friday night with Kane at his birthday party. What I can impart to them is that Jesus is the only way, Kane Boy. Lincoln, Jesus is the only way. And all that other stuff is okay, but if you leave Jesus out of the mix, it ain't going to work out too good. In Auburn Heights, it's up to us. 
It's our responsibility. If you don't hear anything else this morning, listen to me. It's our responsibility to pour the kingdom of God into our children. And we need all hands on deck. I don't need two or three getting wore out. I need some hands on deck. The coffee shop, a lot of our workers right now are teachers, and they're getting ready to go back. And, and Allison sent me a list. She said, Brother Rodney, we, we, we you've got to make an announcement about the coffee shop. Because we may have to make some clothes. We may have to close some because we don't have people to volunteer. Listen. Ask the Father. You say, I don't know how to make coffee. We'll teach you. It ain't about the coffee. It ain't about the coffee. It's about the love of Jesus. Okay? They'll get something to drink, I promise you. They'll get something. But it's about the love of Jesus going out of that place. Yeah. So I challenge you, Auburn Heights. Get up. Get off your hiney. And let's go to work. I meet, I'm meeting, I had a staff meeting this past week, and I'm meeting with the children's department, and I'm meeting with the youth, and, and we're having a vision meeting for both of those. And then we're having a vision meeting for the church. And the whole mind that said is, we're taking this to the next level. The children's department's fixing to go to the next level. Okay? The youth department's fixing to go to the next level. Caleb don't believe there is a next level, but I'm fixing to show him one. Okay? Why? Because we're going to give our best to our children. We're going to give our best to our young people. And we're going to pour kingdom into them. And then when they, then when they encounter that professor that stands up there and tells them they're from a monkey, they can go, well, I'm not going to be disrespectful like Brother Rodney was, but I didn't come from no monkey. And I don't believe that. I believe I was created by the Creator. And my faith is in Him. I remember telling one one time, and I'm not saying copy Brother Rodney, please don't. And, but I'm going to tell it to you. You have your view, and I have my view. If you don't want to believe in God, you don't have to. But you can't make me not believe in Him. But I can tell you this, the day will come. One of us is going to be right. If you're right, we both go back to the dirt. No big deal. But if I'm right, you're in a hell of a mess. A literal hell of a mess. You may be here this morning and say, Brother Ryan, I'm just not sure about this God thing. Because I can't figure it out. Hallelujah, I'm glad you can't. Because if you can figure him out, he ain't God. Amen? And if I can figure him out, he's not God. But I'm going to tell you something. Don't leave earth without him. You may not understand everything, and I understand. There's a lot of stuff that's hard to comprehend. But I'm going to tell you, don't leave earth without him. And if you're here this morning and you don't know him as your personal Savior, I'd love to tell you about him. There's others that'll tell you about him. I'd love to tell you how good he is. Say, so, Brother Rodney, how can you say that? You just lost your wife of 34 years. I can tell you, he's good, and he's good all the time. Okay? I don't have to think it here. I don't have to know it. I don't have, you know, I just know he's good. 
And in due season, if I won't faint, He'll show me the goodness of God. Yeah. And I'm going to see a victory. And you will too. Amen. Stand together. Father, raise up some people that have a heart to pour the kingdom into young people and children. And Father, show us. Lord, we don't want my plan. We don't want another plan. We want your plan for this house. Lord, I want to give my very best to the children. I want to give our best to the young people. I want to give our best to our young couples who are struggling. Lord, I want to give our best to our seniors. Lord, we just want to give our best. We want to serve with excellence. But Father, I just feel in my spirit there's, there's, um, there's, there's, there's some here this morning that are struggling with this Jesus thing. And, um, and I, just, I, I, just, I pray for you right now. Don't leave. Let me, let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you about Jesus. Don't leave earth without Him. Father, Holy Spirit, speak right now. If there's anybody in here, Lord, draw them. You said if, I, if, if they're not drawn by You, Lord, they can't be saved. And I just ask You right now to, to, to draw them. Just to draw them. Draw them to You. Lord, I want to thank You for John Edward. God, I thank You that You taught this youth minister a lot those days of grace and mercy and love. And love goes beyond a cigarette. Love goes beyond all of that junk. Love wins, as my daughter-in-law says. Love always wins. And Lord, love won in John Edward. And love will win with you this morning, I promise you. So you, you don't know what I've done. I've done more than a cigarette behind the building. Well, you're looking at a preacher that has too. So it's okay. Jesus paid it all. All. It's all covered under the blood. You confess your sin, He's faithful and just to forgive you of sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So come, Lord. We're just going to sing just a second. We're not going to take a long time, just a second. <clears throat> I can pray for you. If you come to the altar, I'll pray for you. Go ahead, Lila. <clears throat> but don't leave here without Jesus. Oh, your mercy never fails me all my days. Yes. I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up <clears throat> until I lay my head. Oh, I will see. Yes. All the goodness yes. of God. All my life you've been faithful.
right there. Thank you, Lord. Mama. 